Happy Friday, November 10th. It is our first Christmas here in the Valley because today is opening day at Vail Mountain. And it is also the 248th anniversary of the Marine Corps. So happy birthday, Marines. Very excited about some of our guests in this first hour to honor and celebrate that birthday milestone. Very exciting stuff. But in the meantime, I'm Kimberly Perot. We've got Gretchen and Robbie out at the base of Gondola One celebrating all that's happening at Vail Mountain. So hour one of Good Morning Vail starts right now. And it's Friday, it is opening day at Veal Mountain. I wanna show you a little bit of what, what kind of weather you can expect as we have some fun and get out there on the slopes today. As you can see, it's 11 degrees for the low tonight, mostly clear at 457. So it's gonna definitely be an early, early day as far as sunshine exposure is concerned and moving into the rest of the weather this week today. Let's take a look at what's happening there. We've got mostly clear, the moon will be out, a gorgeous, gorgeous day. Sunshine was out this morning when I was heading into the, uh, into the studio, so very exciting stuff there. As you can see, we've got some really great weather coming our way, but Gretchen and Robbie will be out there telling us all about it. It's 40 degrees at noon, 38 degrees as we head at, into 4 o'clock, and then 29, partially cloudy, this evening. Um, as we move into the rest of the weather for the I-70 corridor, looking like it's just about the same. Denver, 55 degrees, 44 in Vail, 46 in Eagle, 45 in Avon. So gorgeous day for that opening day. In the meantime, we've got lots happening in today's Friday morning edition of the show. So we will be right back with much more after this. Well, we're less than two hours away from opening day, and I'd say there's a lot of exciting things to look forward to I today. Am so excited, so amped. We have the first chair crew over there that we're going to talk to, and both gondolas are open, which is a big deal. Not since 1998 has this happened before, so pretty cool. Got the first chair sticker right here. Feeling good. How are you feeling about your first opening day here? I'm feeling great. There's a lot to look forward to today. I think the thing I'm looking forward to the most is just shaking that rust off for the new season. You know, getting up there, getting a couple turns in, shaking that rust off, getting those legs back in shape. What about you, Gretchen? I'm feeling the same way. I have my boots on, my skis, or the hot pink ones right behind us. I'm ready to go. As soon as we're uh, talking to the first chair crew and having so much fun vibing with everyone, I'll be up there in the chairlift, or gondola, actually. There you go. <laughs> gondola one right behind us with two runs open behind it. We got yeah. Swingsville and Ramshorn, but we also got another gondola open today, oh don't gosh. we? Yes, everyone calls it Lion Shred, but it's Lion's Head, you know, and I'm super amped. All the old school 
cool locals already in line and we have a new crew for first chair. We got some newbies, so it's, I'm excited to talk to them. They're stoked to talk to us. Well, make sure to stay with us. There's a lot of exciting stuff to, you know, follow up on. So give us a little preview on what, you know, we got going on today. All right. So opening day is so hyped. Everyone's so excited about the season. We are going to have a DJ. I think they're doing cornhole somewhere. I heard around here. They're going to have hot chocolate. One of my friends, I can't say who you'll see him in a little bit is making bacon for everyone. So handing out the bacon for opening day. Hopefully we have some coffee. I need it, but I am actually, I don't know if I need it. I'm pretty <laughs> amped. So <laughs> we're going to talk to a lot of locals, some new, like I said, this is a big deal. First chance is not the same people as the last, I dare say, 10 years. So we have a lot to look forward to. And then, of course, we're going to go ski and shred it up. So I can't wait. And make sure to stay with us also. We'll be talking with Senior Communications Manager of Vail Resort, John Platt, later today, getting all the details from him that you won't want to miss. Anything you want to add, Gretchen? You know what? It's Friday. It's opening day. And I am stoked. So keep it right here. We have more Good Morning Vail to come. <laughs> Lion's Head Jewelers Fossil and Mineral Gallery. Located in the heart of Lion's Head Village for over a decade, our 4,000 square foot gallery boasts a one-of-a-kind experience that cannot be found anywhere else in Vail. We carry the most exquisite array of fine jewelry, high-end minerals, and museum quality fossils. We invite you to come in and explore all the history and beauty that nature has to offer. Hi, it's Julio from TV8 Vail. Do you ever wonder why our tagline is there's more for you on 92? Because we're always bringing you more. More Good Morning Vail from 7 a.m. to 9 a.m. all year long. More local coverage with Vail Vibes and Covered Bridge on TV8. More opportunities to participate with new roundtable panels on Mountain Perspectives and our new Spanish programming block coming this fall. Find us on Comcast Xfinity Channel 92 on YouTube or our website at tv8vail.com.
Thank you for watching Good Morning Vale. Have an amazing day. Get on out there, soak up that sunshine. We'll see you tomorrow right here for more Good Morning Vale. Bye, everyone. Hi, I'm Gretchen Bleshaw. You might recognize me from the Glitz and Glam with Gretchen. Maybe you hear my voice on the radio from time to time or see me out at a concert or two. I love concerts. If you see me out, the long mermaid hair, I'm almost six foot tall. It's hard to miss. Come and say hi. Give me a high five and make sure to watch me right here on TV8. Well, if you're just now joining us, we're less than two hours away from uh, opening day here at Vail Ski Resort. Gretchen Pleshaw alongside Robbie Whittle. Gretchen, give us some insight. What are we looking forward to the most today? Okay, first of all, I'm doing my opening day dance over here. I'm so excited. I think I'm the most stoked. It's such a community of people here, and it's such a vibe. It's a way of living. You know, I moved out here to ski, and so many others have as well. So just seeing friends, it's like summer camp, man. Like, we all get to see each other again, and I cannot wait to get on my skis, my hot pink skis behind us, and my neon poles, <laughs> and just be on the mountain. It's such a peace, and like it brings me joy like nothing else. So I'm stoked to see everyone, get the hype up, and also, obviously, to get on the mountain. What about you? What are you stoked to? It's your first opening day in Vail. This is welcome, my friend. <laughs> as soon as you said hot pink skis and yeah. neon poles, I think that got me a little fired up, too. Like but it. as you can kind of see behind us, the gondola is spinning, and people are starting to load up yep. in it. We've got ski patrol and some other maybe liftoffs jumping in that gondola. The rest of the town is pretty dead right now, but come maybe an hour and a half, oh, we'll be, start seeing the crowd. It's going to be popping. They're supposed to have a DJ. They have coffee. I know there's some donuts. Talk of donuts. That's being passed out as well as bacon. I'm ready. I'm here for all of it. Bring it on opening day Any, 2023. <laughs> <laughs> Any insight on what the DJ is going to be spinning, you think? What kind of music? Um, we're going to have to wait to see, but I'm hoping we get a little. I just want good vibes, man. Something to get everyone stoked and ready to go. I know there's a crew in the front that we're going to talk to that has been here since yesterday afternoon. So that's pretty, that's a big, you know, that's dedication. <laughs> they look like they're freezing. There is still, you can see behind like they're still a little bit in their sleeping bag so I'm stoked to talk to them get them going they might need some coffee and dancing but I'm ready if you can't tell I dreamed about skiing last night so <laughs> and uh, one of our reporters Avija she's yes. got something special to show us right she does Avija with Veil Vibes is so awesome and she is doing uh, she's showing us a Persian movie so I'm stoked on that let's check it out let's check it out I'm Maryam Keshavars. I'm the writer, director, and producer of The Persian Version. My mother is an ultra-successful immigrant businesswoman. Your mortgage is going to be less than your rent. You must be joking. Oh, I never joke about business, Mrs. Khan. She was not one to take no for an answer. Amazing, and congratulations. No one ever gave her the memo that Muslim women were supposed to be passive good girls. Did you have any challenges breaking into Hollywood? Yes, I'm an Iranian woman who's queer and Muslim. I think that's all the things I you need to know. Of course, it's, even though I have all the success, I've won Sundance twice. You know, I won two awards with this film. I've been theatrically released on all of my films. It's still like from starting. It's like almost like starting over every single time. It's very challenging for women, I think, and um, and BIPOC people. But we have to keep pushing the boundaries. You have to know why you're doing what you're doing. Um, and even to have a film in like how much 500 plus cinemas in a day and age where everything is Marvel and you know big blockbusters is really a 
you know, a miracle in many ways. And a film in two languages about immigrants. It's pretty amazing. This is my family in a nutshell. The Disco King, the Troublemaker, JFK Jr. minus the plane crash, the Brainiac, the Goth, the Hippie, the Greaser, and the Metrosexual. And me. Do you really have eight brothers? No, it's fiction. I okay. have seven brothers. <laughs> okay. I have seven I know brothers. On... I added one brother. Okay. I added one brother for the film. <laughs> you have seven brothers. Oh my goodness. Okay. Seven brothers in one bathroom. So that's its own type of trauma. I have your test results. You are pregnant. I didn't know you can get knocked up from a one night stand. Are you a mom? I am a mom. I, my daughter's 12 now. 12 going on 30. And was she conceived... <laughs> the way uh, Layla's baby was conceived in the movie. You're looking for Layla Jamsi Porsche's in labor. Do you know which room she's in? Is anyone of you the father? I'm the father. I met my partner, uh, her dad. I met, we're not together anymore, but I didn't meet her dad uh -huh. at a Halloween party. I was wearing a burkatini. All that stuff is true. We were not really together very long. I'm gay adjacent. No, gay adjacent. I, mean, I was with women before. I was married to a woman for like a decade. And then I did get pregnant by mistake. I mean, it was unplanned, so. Wow. So the I'm reason a really I, bad heterosexual. <laughs> <laughs> the reason I call that a taboo is not taboo in American culture, but, you know, in Iranian culture. In some parts of Iran, American culture it is. Yeah, and in some parts of Iran it is, it is taboo. What was that like for you navigating? Um, you know, my first film dealt with two girls in love in Iran. I think that's just kind of the re I'm interested in that those people that live um unnoticed uh, like in the margins of society but are very much part of the vibrancy of a culture but they're kind of a race sometimes in our um understanding of a, of a culture be that in America or be that in Iran um so I had already kind of dealt with it in an earlier film but this is more based on my life so mm. you know I knew it could potentially be more mainstream if it's the character wasn't gay but I was like you know, it's time to bring this into the mainstream because it is considered a mainstream film. Absolutely. Were you afraid of any backlash from Iran? Oh, I'm used to that. I've made multiple films about Iran and um, I don't think I would make a film that doesn't have backlash. Wow. <laughs> I, so like to, um, I like to, I like to um, provoke. Really? Good <laughs> for you. I'm afraid of that. Have you gotten? Isn't that our job as artists? Absolutely. Absolutely. Have you ever gotten any type of hate mail or threats or anything from? Um, I've gotten equal amount of hate mail as I have love mail. Wow. And so. you are so strong to deal with that. How do you not let it hurt your feelings or or freak you out? <laughs> Art. Your, I mean, we're artists. I mean, we're if we want to be, if we want to just appease everyone, we're in the wrong business. Uh, what's she saying? Your grandma in the film was absolutely hilarious. I watched the film yesterday in the movie theater. The time that I I was laughing so loud out loud. Um, I heard that a lot from people. <laughs> in the theater, the part that was the funniest for me is when um, she introduced her baby's dad <laughs> to the whole family. And um, the things the grandma was saying was so funny. I mean... Talk to me a little bit about that. That's based on a real scene of how I did tell my family about being pregnant, but it's really to show like the different um, characters in the family, and each of them are very you know different, but also all the um, how they love their sister and how they love her. But there's all a lot of assumptions around her life, um, and also how uncomfortable she feels with bringing on a new identity into the family, because um, like my family, they never know what I'm going to say. So of course, you know, it's like wait. 
you're pregnant by a gay guy and she's he's not gay and this whole thing of like they thought they had her figured out but she won't be she won't be put in a box so there were some things in the film that were could have been considered you know darker subject matter you know getting bullied as a child for being from that part of the world and and you what better way to deal with you know traumatic events than to be able to laugh at it absolutely that's what i was going to ask you has yeah. this been a healing process for you both with your childhood and with your relationship with your mother definitely the childhood i think has been i've kind of started in humorous ways even when i was a kid because you see the absurdity of how extreme people are and you're kind of just caught in the middle i've always been one who sees the humor in it um i think otherwise i might have been crushed by it all um yeah. And I definitely see it more and more as I get older. And then with my mother, of course, I think, you know, the whole film is a way of healing. And I really loved the scenes that were shot when your mother was, you know, young in Iran. Mm-hmm. Where mm-hmm. in the world did you shoot that? It looked just like Shiraz. I know, it's crazy. I had so many Shirazes in New York. I'm like, how did you? Because Shiraz <laughs> has been so modernized. So how did that get 1960s Shiraz? Yeah. I shot that in Turkey. Yeah, in oh, a, a oh, historic and a UNESCO prever- uh, preserved city. So it's actually, the old city has never been destroyed. Wow. Amazing. Yeah, a lot of research. So this film is, is here in Colorado, where I am. What can I tell my audience here in Colorado? How long do they have to go to theaters yeah. and see it? They have this week to see it. I would get out this week. This weekend is the big, probably last weekend, you're going to be able to see it in the theaters. And it's a really fun film. And uh, it has you get go on a roller coaster with this crazy family. So wherever you're from, we all have issues with our family, and we all have to find a way to laugh at ourselves and be part of something that we don't always feel like we 100 percent fit in. Mm-hmm. Wonderful, thank you. Thanks so much. Okay, bye. bye. Gretchen Fleshaw hosted TVA Fail. From fashion to food, from film to festivals, experience a unique look at the boutiques, spas, restaurants, and venues that make the Valley so special. Join me for Glitz and Glam. Find it in Good Morning Vale or at our website at tv8vale.com. I can't wait for our next adventure. Nap Harvest, your local marketplace for fresh, locally produced products. Our indoor farmer's market is open seven days a week, featuring locally grown organic produce, prepared meals, honey from our nap nectar hive, furniture, cutting boards, and much more. We source and sell locally grown and produced products from the Vale and Roaring Fork Valleys. Visit us at our new location in Eagle Ranch, 717 Sylvan Lake Road, next door to Color Coffee Roasters. My name is Tyler Alvarez. Uh, I work here at Sweet Basil in Vail. I'm a bartender here. I originally came to Vail to snowboard. I slept on my sister and my cousin's couch for what was supposed to be a week, turned into two months, and then I found my own spot, and then kind of made friends and worked different places in the valley and kind of just fell in love with it more and more every single day and ended up finding my way to Sweet Basil through some friends who had worked here and all the great things that I heard about it. And yeah, I've been here for four years now. It, it's hard to wake up in Vail and, and be upset when you look outside. It's just beautiful. 
My favorite part about working with Sweet Basil is definitely that I could be proud about everything that we're putting out, whether it's food, drinks. We also get to be really creative here. Uh, the bartenders, the, the whole team here, we, we workshop our menus every season. So we'll start with a spirit or an ingredient, and then we get to be really creative and, and make a whole project of it. And then when we get the final product, it's, it's a drink that we're all really proud of for the whole menu. And, That's super fun, just being able to be creative and, and work with new things. And the most fun cocktails to make, though, are definitely the ones that we get to create from scratch. When people take a sip and say, oh my god, this is delicious, or they just love it. And that's probably the most fun for me, the, the, the creativity behind it and making unique cocktails. That For me, that would be the most fun drink to make, just the, the one that you start from scratch and then people are excited about. I'm Tyler, I live and work in Vail. Come see me at Sweet Basil. Welcome aboard. Bobby Laurie and Nikki Noya have your ticket to everything you need for an on-the-go lifestyle. Grab your boarding pass. It's time to jet set. Now, welcome back to Good Morning Vale. It's Kimberly here with the TV8 Weather Center, and we have opening day today, so you probably want to know what is happening with today's weather. As you can see, 44 for the high today, so gorgeous, gorgeous, sunshiny days as you get out there on the slopes. 8 a.m., it's 23 degrees. Definitely looked a little bit chilly if you were tuning in earlier with Robbie and Gretchen. You can see the cold weather coming out of their mouths, but looking at that hourly temps, 23 degrees and sunny, 40 degrees at noon, 38 degrees at 4 o'clock, so it gets a little bit cooler as we move throughout the day. Partially cloudy today, high of 29 at 8 p.m. As we look in that I-70 corridor, in case you're heading into Denver, I have a feeling you're probably going to stay up here because of opening day. It is 55 degrees in Denver, 44 in Vail, 46 in Eagle, 45 in Avon, sunshine all day long. We couldn't ask for better, better times as we get out there and start shaking off the rust and getting those legs ready for the rest of the season. Tonight, though, it is going to be chilly, low of 16 degrees, partially cloudy as we move into those evening, uh, evening hours. Sunset at 4.56 p.m., so one minute earlier than it did yesterday. Wind south by southeast up to 10 miles per hour, and then heading into the five days, gorgeous, gorgeous sunshine throughout the weekend of this very first weekend here in the valley on the slopes. 44 for the high on Saturday, low of 18. So chilly at night, but gorgeous in the daytime. Just about the same on Sunday. It actually jumps up quite a bit to 56 degrees for the high, low of 22. Monday, spring temps, 59 degrees, low of 24. And then mostly sunny Tuesday and Wednesday with a little bit of cloud coverage throughout the day. High of 58 Monday, low of 24. And then a high of 59 on Wednesday with a low of 27. So lots of gorgeous weather as we get into that opening weekend. Now let's take a look at what Robbie and Gretchen have to say. (laughs) 
Hey, welcome back to opening day. Oh, my buddy Chris Pavona here with the bacon. I talked about this earlier. Thanks, yeah, Chris. I can't it. touch I it with my glove. Yeah, <laughs> Give me a piece for. too. Right. Uh, since you're, Chris, how are you feeling today? I'm feeling really good. I'm stoked <laughs> to be out here. It's a little brisk, but uh, good I think the stoke's pretty high today. It, I'm so excited. So, what do we call this bacon? I think I misworded uh, it earlier. <laughs> it's just uh, instead of you know pocket bacon, <laughs> it's uh, lift line bacon. Lift line bacon. I am so amped. Um, by the way, sir, I just bought a pair of. Pray booty. We, ju we just shipped them. Thank you so much. I'm very excited. How would you rate that? I mean, I like it sweet. I didn't know it was going to be sweet. That kind of caught me by surprise, but it's yummy, man. <laughs> a little maple syrup, a little pepper. Ooh, yeah, it's great. Oh, oh, I took a bite. oh yeah, I'll take yeah. this one. So we have bacon for opening day, and we have to talk to, we have people that have spent the night. They've been here since yesterday afternoon. Chris rolled up with the bacon, so that's pretty epic. Let's talk to some of these guys over here. Hey, guys, how are you doing? Were you here since yesterday? Yeah. And what is your name, sir? Honor Van Ems. And he is one of the new first chair humans, because it used to be an old school crew of all my friends, and you beat them this year. Yeah, yeah, it's awesome. Got there like an hour before him, which is nice. It's, okay, so how long have you been here since? Um, what do you think, like one, like one in the morning? We got here at like noon. All right, where are you guys from? Uh, we're from just south of Denver, like Highlands Ranch. All right. Yeah. All right, all right. So what are you guys the most stoked about for opening day? I know we were talking earlier. What's your name, sir? My name's Charlie. Charlie. Charlie, Charlie has been here all night as, ooh, I'm going to, oh, no, you're good. Uh, what are you the most stoked for today? Get on some snow, finally. Yeah. Get over here and just get a little warmer. Is Vail your favorite place to shred? It is. It is. Are we skiers or snowboarders? I'm a skier. He's a, I'm the only snowboarder here. Ah, I love it. Skiers making a comeback. Those hopping skis over there are mine. Oh, yeah. <laughs> so, guys, how many hours have you been here exactly? Like 18. 18, 18, 18 hours. Yeah. You look like you're freezing, sir. I am cold, <laughs> but I got almonds. But he has, I have bacon, so it's pretty awesome. Oh. Opening day 2023. So, okay, guys, out of all the ski resorts, why did you choose Vail to get first chair? Like nothing on earth, you know? It's just... Oh, I like that yeah. plug. You have a new uh, job, sir. I think you should come with us on TV. Let's do it. <laughs> awesome, guys. Well, we are stoked. I will see you. I'm actually going to go ski right after this. So I'll see you guys up there. And keep it right here. We have more Good Morning Vale to come. And also, I wanted to say one more thing I just remembered. Sunglasses and goggles. So very important. And our homies, our friends that are over there at uh, Eyepiece Eyewear, they have all the best stuff. So go check it out. We have it in Vale Village. They have them all over Eagle County, so check it out and keep it right here for more Good Morning Vale. <laughs> Did you know that all Eagle County residents and visitors can get a free Eagle Valley Library District card? All you need is a photo ID. You get our online databases and resources, free music, free streaming, all from wherever you have internet access. Free audiobooks and e-audiobooks straight to your phone. Go into your Eagle Valley Library District branch today and get your library card. Familia, estamos muy emocionados de por fin presentarles nuestro nuevo programa completamente en español, Conexión Latina, que se estrena este lunes 21 de agosto a partir de las 7 de la tarde. Por el momento, el programa se transmitirá los lunes, miércoles y viernes de 7 a 7 y media de la tarde, con una repetición de 7 y media a 8. Así que no hay excusas para perdértelo. 
Te recuerdo que puedes sintonizar nuestra programación a través del canal 92 de Comcast, nuestra página web tva.com y nuestra página de Facebook TVA Conexión Latina. Acompáñanos en esta nueva aventura llena de información y entretenimiento local. No te lo pierdas. Do you have an interesting hobby or skill you'd like to share for Vale Valley? We want to hear from you. We're looking for people to share their musical, artistic, culinary, woodworking, athletic, or technical talents on Good Morning Vale. If you'd like to share your talents with the community, email danielle at tvavale.com. Join the community conversation. There's more for you on 92. back to Good Morning Vale, and I am so honored and excited about this next guest because it is the 248th anniversary birthday of the Marine Corps, and I just truly appreciate all of our active members and uh, current veterans of the military. Joining me today is retired Colonel Steve Denauer. Steve, how are you? I'm doing well this morning. Thanks for having me. So I, I've been told the, wor the word retired really should not be applied to you because you are just got, you got your hands in everything. But. Well, retired, uh, <laughs> so I had a role in the Marine Corps, and that role is, uh, is now in the past, and now I try to get involved with different things here in the Valley. I love that. So you, you had quite an impressive career in the Marines, so tell me, how many years were you in the Marines, and you know, just talk, give me a very highlight overview of what you've done. Did a little over 27 years, uh, got commissioned out of the University of Wisconsin-Madison Naval ROTC program, was an infantry officer as well as light armored reconnaissance officer. But the strange thing is in the Marine Corps, I mean, you can't do that for 27 straight years because sure. it'll break you. <laughs> so about 10 of those years were what I would call in infantry or combat units. The rest of the time was in the supporting establishment. So I've done tours, several tours in the Pentagon. I was involved with the Marine Security Embassy Guard Program, uh, as well as um, various other lesser things that really don't make the highlight reels. But my <laughs> infantry time... Uh, Lejeune, Camp Pendleton, and 29 Palms, as well as Desert Storm and Shield, 
and then the Iraq campaign in the Al Anbar province. Wow. Well, thank you for your service. Mm -hmm. We really appreciate all that you, that you've contributed, and also how you've helped raise up uh, the current the current um, the current enlistment or officers and mm -hmm. and gentlemen involved. So it's the 20, 20, 248th anniversary. So that's so exciting. I've been to a few of the balls myself, and it's just an incredible space to see everybody mm -hmm. all together and to celebrate the accomplishments and just the. Um, the camaraderie that's in the room. Yeah, so I know there's a, there's an event tonight. Tell me about the... Well, there's an event tonight yeah. sponsored by our local uh, VFW. It's going to be at the Route 6 Cafe, and it starts at 5 p.m. Mm -hmm. So we invite uh, all Marines and friends of Marines, which literally should be everybody, uh, <laughs> to come to Route 6 and partake in a Marine Corps uh, birthday celebration. Um, very informal, but yet we will do the, the standard and the very basic, and which is occurring across the globe, the reading of the, our commandant's message, current commandant, as well as our commandant in 1921, who established what is viewed as the modern Marine Corps birthday recognition, General Lejeune, who will read his message, and um, then we'll cut some cake. Cake goes to the oldest Marine present, piece of cake goes to the youngest Marine present, so we tie together the continuity of the, of the institution. Now, I have to say, I, I have seen this tradition be performed. Mm -hmm. And my friend's husband, he just retired from the Marines as well, but he was handed the oldest Marine piece of cake. And at the time, it was so funny. He laughed about it. But I, I think that's such a fun a fun way to uh, to just support and to still have fun in, in the, uh, the reverence and the seriousness yep. of, of what you do. Now, you also have done some very cool things. I know I've... Uh, you've been in charge of the Silent Marine Corps drill team, and that's out of 8th and I in Washington, D.C. Mm -hmm. So tell me a bit about that. So I did a three-year tour. It's, it's called the oldest post in the Corps. Uh, it's in southeast Washington, D.C., just a short march from the Capitol in case uh, something ever occurred. Um, there I was, uh, I did three parade seasons. Uh, we also deployed to Desert Storm, Desert Shield out of that, which is very extraordinary. But uh, I was the company commander, and the Marine Corps Silent Drill Team was one of the platoons under under my purview. So it was a, it was a great three-year tour. I was a young captain who wouldn't love to be in D.C. as a young captain. Uh, my bride, Leslie, and I really enjoyed our time there. Absolutely. And, and for those of you that are not aware of what the Silent Drill Team is, it's an, a very impressive show and demonstration of the different moves and things that you do, but it, everything is incredibly in sync. Mm -hmm. Nobody talks. They just move on command yep. based on, on physical movement. And it is, it's a beautiful performance. Mm -hmm. I've, I've witnessed it twice. And so it's a very, very amazing. Mm -hmm. So not only that, you've been a professor of the Naval ROTC at the University of yep. Colorado. That was my last stop on my Marine Corps career. I was the professor, they give you a title, professor of Naval Science. I was at CU Boulder in the Naval ROTC unit and did that for three years. Very rewarding. Uh, uh, kind of started and in my career with involved with Naval ROTC. Yeah, it's very full circle for you. Yep. <laughs> so mm -hmm. why did you choose the Marines as you decided to um, to join the Army and support I guess I uh, found a glass of Kool-Aid somewhere and I drank it <laughs> probably as a preteen. My mom was a librarian and so she brought home a lot of books, read a lot of books about World War II and I remember submitting an interest letter to the Marine Corps when I was probably about 13 and Got a reply from the recruiter and uh, put that on the back burner and then decided to strike for officer and got involved with Naval ROTC and there I went. And do you have a, do you have a family history of, of um, former military uh, Not personnel? specifically. No. My dad was in World War II, several uncles in the Korean War, grandfather World War I. So I wouldn't say, but, you know, those weren't careerists. I mean, uh, serving a career in the military is actually 
pretty small demographic. It really is. Uh, most of our veterans, uh, the real veterans, are those who give up four, six, eight years of their life and serve when the country needs them to, and then go about, come back to their uh, civilian communities and do great things. Those are the veterans that I get real passionate about. That's great. And I, I know here in the Valley, we support that as well because mm -hmm. we have the 10th Mountain Division mm -hmm. that, you know, is started here. And it's just very exciting, exciting things. So um, do you have um, any recommendations or words of advice for anybody that may be interested in joining our armed forces? I would say go in with your eyes wide open. Look at all your options. Try to pick the service that you feel is going to best fit what your objectives are. And it is a contract. It's mm -hmm. an agreement between you and the U.S. government. Uh, just as long as you deliver, uh, then the government will deliver, and it's a great way to get on your feet. Uh, and don't think of it, God, I don't want to join for a career. Again, most people don't do a career. Mm -hmm. Think about it in, in a four-year block, and at the end of that block, you're going to have your um, tuition benefits. Uh, you might have some VA benefits, VA loans future in your life. So it really sets you up, I think, for, uh, for options down the road. It really does, and I think you just learn so much about, you know, faith, family, country, yeah. all different kinds of things as well. So I have to ask, do you have any fun stories about the Marine Corps birthday? And where have you celebrated? What's been the most memorable? So I, two, come, two occasions come to mind. First is when I was involved with the Marine Embassy Security Guard Program. I was invited to the Marine Corps birthday ball down in Havana, Cuba. Mm -hmm. So this is 1997. I mean, Castro's still there. And, and it was quite a trip to get there. Mm -hmm. um, no direct flights, had to fly to Mexico and then into Havana. Um, but we celebrated the birthday ball at the former uh, ambassador's residence right there in, in Havana. Though the, the current uh, senior diplomat uh, at that time was not termed an ambassador. They were called a principal officer. So they hosted it. And uh, going down there and experience that was, uh, was quite special. And that's occurring across the globe. I mean, the, the sun never sets on the Marine Corps. Mm -hmm. We've got not only Marines deployed, but we also have uh, about 120 Marine Security Guard embassy detachments at various embassies and consulates throughout wow. the world. Wow. And each one of those will have a birthday ball. All of them will attended by the ambassador. In some of the more remote countries and locations, this is the social event of the season. Wow, that's amazing. Another episode stands. So we'll celebrate the ball. Uh, we'll go all out like Marines will do, but we'll also recognize the, the birthday in more austere environments. And the second thing that came to mind was when uh, my unit was involved with the retaking of the city of Fallujah 19 years ago, almost mm -hmm. to the day in November of 2004. Um, we were in combat, troops in combat, wow. uh, in contact, and so on the 10th of November, we just all kind of looked at each other, handshake, a couple hugs, and then it was, it was back in the fight. But the interesting part was after that, we got pulled out on Thanksgiving Day in 2004. Wow. Um, and this was the only time that I'm aware of that alcohol was allowed uh, in Iraq. Um, the commanding general of the Marine Forces there had arranged with Budweiser to provide two free beers, uh, to the Marines once we got off the lines and two little cordials of rum. Oh, wow. And the rum is a tie to our naval tradition. Yeah. And so uh, as the commander of the unit, uh, let's just say the tent flaps would open and another six-pack would just mysteriously appear. 
<laughs> well, it sounds like two very, very different, different experiences exactly. to celebrate. But either way, I love that you still were able to take time and to celebrate. Mm-hmm. And um, again, thank you so much for your service and for all that you've done uh, to to contribute to this country. We really appreciate it. No, it's my pleasure. Thanks Absolutely. for having me in this morning. Well, Colonel Steve, best of luck to you. I know that you're quite busy here in the Valley, so we'll uh, we'll have you next time and have another conversation. Great. Thank you very much. <laughs> Absolutely. Now, stay tuned. We are heading back out to the mountain, and we've got much more here in store on this Friday morning edition, our first Christmas of the Vail Mountain opening on Good Morning Vail. Good morning, Vail. Nap Harvest, your local marketplace for fresh, locally produced products. Our indoor farmer's market is open seven days a week, featuring locally grown organic produce, prepared meals, honey from our nap nectar hive, furniture, cutting boards, and much more. We source and sell locally grown and produced products from the Vale and Roaring Fork Valleys. Visit us at our new location in Eagle Ranch, 717 Sylvan Lake Road, next door to Color Coffee Roasters. Coming up this season on Ready, Set, Renovate, real homeowners tackle really big renos. Welcome to the ugliest house in the neighborhood. from before to after. If we go to the tile store one more time, only one of us is coming out alive. <laughs> well, I didn't know he was going to do all that. Between the budget and the timeline, it's makeover madness. When you're in Vail, you're in vacation mode, and you need a flexible home tour experience that fits into your schedule. We've transformed how you view and buy homes in the Vail Valley. With immersive, cutting-edge technology, you can explore properties 10 times faster. In our lounge, we guide you through this digital world on a 16-foot screen where you can imagine your next home in comparison to your favorite recreational spots. Say goodbye to multi-day home tours and hello to a quick stop between your other plans. That's the power of the immersion theater. At Revival Boutique Med Spa, we take an integrative and holistic approach to skincare, focusing on the bigger picture when treating our clients. We use only result-driven and science-based products that contain clean, organic, wild-crafted, and research-based ingredients. From injectables, facials, to body contouring, we offer anything related to looking your best self. Find us in the Riverwalk in Edwards. For a complete list of services, visit us online at revivalvale.com. Follow us on Instagram at Valley. Fall in love with your skin again. There's lots to love at Revival. Mind, body, beauty. I'm Amy Goodman, host of Democracy Now! Our independent news hour offers diverse perspectives and unique opinions often unheard in the mainstream media, live as the news unfolds. Tune in for Democracy Now!, The War and Peace Report, weekday mornings at 9 and evenings at 6. On TV8 Vale, Comcast Xfinity Channel 92. There's more for you on Channel 92. Now, the seasons are changing, and so is the weather, and you may be feeling a little bit out of sorts. You know, you may want to wonder if you've got COVID, if you've got the flu, RSV, or it might just be a common cold. We have a whole conversation around that, so let's take a look. 
Welcome back to the show. As things are starting to get cooler and we're moving into the winter season, we're also moving into respiratory illness season. With colds, flus, COVID, and even RSV around, it can be a little bit difficult to figure out exactly what those sniffles that we have are. And joining us now is Dr. David M. Persing of Cepheid. He's their chief science and technology officer and an expert in diagnostic tests. Welcome to the show. Good to be with you. So it's my understanding that it can be a big deal to get a little bit more information on what exactly we're coming down with, especially early in that symptom onset. And a lot of those rapid response tests can really give us that little bit of extra information. So tell us a little bit about just kind of the basics there on what we should be looking for and how those tests can help. Sure. Well, we've all gotten used to the idea of using a rapid antigen test uh, for COVID testing. These tests can be run at home, um, and um, but they only detect one thing, and that's COVID. And yet we know that for the upcoming season, we're likely to see a lot more viruses in circulation that can produce very similar symptoms. And so we require, require tests to really distinguish between them because the symptoms are overlapping to a significant extent. Um, we've also learned that, that the antigen tests, uh, based on recent publications, appear to be getting um, less reliable for the new COVID variants, the Omicron variant in particular. And so we need to, we're, we need to be using more sensitive tests, especially early in the course of infection, uh, in order to identify uh, what the cause is and whether uh, there's an appropriate antiviral therapy or management strategy that we need to bring in depending on the cause. Well, and especially since, at least it's my understanding anyway, that a lot of these diseases or illnesses, when they first start off, the symptoms can be almost identical, just a little bit of a sore throat, a little bit of a cough, a little bit of sniffles. But the earlier we have that awareness of what exactly we're dealing with, the more we can get ahead on our treatments. So, Tell us a little bit more about how these tests have been changing and what we can do to kind of make up for that deficiency you mentioned in the lack of sensitivity of some of those COVID tests. Right. So uh, the world used um, rapid antigen tests um, really predominantly prior to the COVID pandemic as the main means of diagnosing these infections. Um, and uh, what we saw really with the uh, with the COVID pandemic was the evolution toward more sensitive methods that can use PCR, polymerase chain reaction, to very sensitively detect the uh, viral genomes of these viruses. And these tests are a lot more sensitive than the antigen tests, especially now with the new variants on the scene. And um, And this allows us to detect the cases earlier and earlier detection is important from the standpoint of earlier treatment. Uh, the antivirals that are out there for COVID and for flu are more effective when they're given early in the course of infection and more likely to block uh, downstream complications from happening uh, with these infections. That makes a lot of sense to me. And so as a layman, how would I tell the difference between an antigen test and a PCR test? Would those be 
like next to each other in the aisle when I go to pick up a COVID test or something from the pharmacy, or would that be something that I'd have to get specifically from a doctor? Yeah, the nucleic acid tests are tests that you would need to have run in a clinic. Uh, you can't buy them off the shelf. Um, so they're really designed to be run in, in a doctor's office or in a hospital lab or a, a satellite lab. So um, these tests are more sophisticated uh, and more sensitive. They need to be run by, by healthcare personnel in a practice environment. But increasingly, because of COVID, we've seen a lot more capacity, uh, a lot more sites offering nucleic acid testing uh, because of its sensitivity advantages. So if I was starting to experience some of these early symptoms, but I wasn't quite to the point where I was really debilitatingly ill, but you know, I was starting to get a little bit of a cough, a little bit of sniffles, what would you recommend my first steps would be? I would recommend a, uh, a sensitive uh, PCR-based uh, technology, especially focusing on the big four, uh, which is COVID, flu A, flu B, and RSV. These are the treatable uh, viral infections to be able to uh, bring in sort of a test and treat uh, idea. And this allows a rapid decision-making about which antiviral to select off the list. And um, that's really the best time to be able to take advantage of this more sensitive technology is early in the, in the course of the infection. So you would recommend that at the first onset of symptoms, really just heading into your doctor and asking for one of those tests just to make sure that you were aware of what was going on? That's right, because early in the course of infection, the antigen tests are less reliable, so a negative result is less trustworthy. Um, and uh, so having a more sensitive test early on in the course of uh, presentation uh, is, is very important because of the sensitivity advantage. That totally makes sense. And so, like, would that be something that we would go to our primary care physician for, or could we get that at any one of the, like, COVID testing sites that we see scattered around our communities these days? Uh, they're more likely to be found in uh, doctor's offices, clinics, um, and uh, and really not within pharmacies or within um, um, you know the, the, within sources for COVID antigen tests. Makes sense. And so, how does Cepheid and your work help to boost the effectiveness of these tests? And how are you guys helping to improve treatment and diagnosis? What? Yeah, so, I mean, the first step in any treatment is to make the right diagnosis. And, um, and, and to make the right diagnosis, you have to design a test to be uh, ready for uh, genetic variants. We've seen that we saw the Delta wave with uh, COVID. We saw the, more recently, the Omicron wave. These are genetic variants of the virus, and our tests have to be ready to accommodate the genetic changes and still be able to detect the viruses uh, under those conditions. We've seen now three new genetic variants of flu A across the world, which could affect test performance. So using a test that's sort of variant ready and designed to be ready for future genetic variation is important, an important consideration in test selection. Well, and one last question for you before I let you go. If I've made it to my doctor's office, are there any specific questions that you would recommend asking when I'm pursuing one of these tests? 
I think uh, especially if you've already tested negative for COVID, um, it would be important to ask about testing for other viruses and also retesting with a more sensitive COVID test uh, because of the sensitivity gaps that currently exist with the available antigen tests. I totally understand. So is there anywhere where we could go to learn a little bit more about your work or Cepheid? Sure, you can go to the uh, cepheid.com website the educational section, uh, Knowing More Matters, and um, also to the CDC website, which is very informative about what's circulating in the area uh, that you might need to be concerned about. Awesome. Well, Dr. David Persing, thank you so much for joining us and giving us all of this super valuable information about how to make sure that we're getting ahead of treatment when we're starting to come down with something a little bit. Thank you so much for joining us. You're very welcome. Thank you. Thank you. And we will be right back with a little bit more show right after this. Good morning, Hi, I'm Ben Belgrad, and I'm the owner of Drinking Vessels here at Bat Country Studios in Minturn. And I've been in the Valley for seven years. Um, I moved to the Valley because a friend helped me to get my vision off the ground, building my glass studio here, um, and being so close to snowboarding. So here at the studio, we're acting as a broker for 50 to 100 artists from around the country. We also offer glassblowing classes, and we bring many artists from around the country here to be able to work and create art collaboratively and be so close to skiing and all the activities we have here in the Valley. Here at Drinking Vessels, we specialize in handmade glass drinkware from artists around the country and around the world. Some of these are produced as more of an item you could get in sets and kind of get different color options as time goes on. And some of these are completely one of a kind uh, and really high-end art that's unlike anything people have seen before. While I'm an artist myself here at the studio, I'm representing between 50 and 100 other artists from around the country and most of these artists are able to spend most of their time working on their art while we help handle their marketing and their sales and the distribution and representation, allowing them more time to focus on their art. That's really my privilege in running this business is creating that support and providing that platform for this big group of artists that are part of a movement that's very important to me. Did you know that all Eagle County residents and visitors can get a free Eagle Valley Library District card? All you need is a photo ID. You get our online databases and resources, free music, free streaming, all from wherever you have internet access. Free audiobooks and e-audiobooks straight to your phone. Go into your Eagle Valley Library District branch today and get your library card. When people think of world-class destinations, they're drawn to a place that provides opportunities for fine dining, shopping, superior lodging, exciting events, and unparalleled outdoor activities. Park City, Utah and Vail, Colorado are renowned destinations for travelers and extraordinary homes for residents. Feature your exceptional products and services in these two luxury communities. Advertise with Park City Television and TV8 Vail. Contact us today. Do you love the outdoor lifestyle? 
Make sure you tune in every day at 8 p.m. to catch Scoreboard Nation. It's an outdoor lifestyle show dedicated to your three favorite mountain towns, Vail Beaver Creek, Park City, and Reno Tahoe. Join us for an incredible venture. Find us on TV8 Vail, Park City Television, or at thescoredboardnation.com. We can't wait to see you there. Just now joining us, we've closed out the bottom of the hour here at opening day at Vail Ski Resort. I am so excited. I don't know if you can hear it a little bit loud, but the music is pumping. We are feeling it. The line's getting longer. We are stoked to be here. I cannot wait. Robbie Whittle joined along, Gretchen Pleshaw. Gretchen, they just fired up the DJ. Did yes. you expect them to be playing classic rock? You know, I didn't, but I'm here for it. I'm ready to dance. I'm ready to get up there. Bring it on. Opening day 2023. I feel like the vibes are good this year. I think they are, too. What are you going to be throwing on? When you throw on the AirPods, what music's going to be coming on when you're skiing today? You know, I'm a little weird. I actually don't listen to music because I love hearing the snow and kind of vibing. I'm kind of a hippie, Robbie. <laughs> <laughs> but before, in my car over here, I was rocking out to NoFX. That that is my go-to. I like punk rock and yeah, but I also throw a little pink in there as well. I'm a little multi, uh, yeah, I like all the music and reggae sometimes. What about you? What do you listen to? I'm there for it. I'm there for it. I'm, I'm you know, I'm kind of an old school country guy. I'm from oh, North Carolina, oh, so I like listening yeah, to the country yeah, yeah. music. Cool. Not while I ski though. I listen to some alternative stuff. Nice. But uh, the line, I think the line's gotten a little longer yeah, here. People are so excited and I've heard a lot of people saying that really they're stoked to see their friends again. They're amped to get on out there. It's a brotherhood and sisterhood of people here. So I am so thrilled. I feel like honestly a little emotional skiing is all of our and snowboarding happy place so I'm ready bring it on <laughs> and you've told me that you've done 15 opening yes. days before in your lifetime what's yes. it like just being a part of that crowd over there in line it's so much fun the best way to describe it is like summer camp like coming back seeing all your friends and being so stoked well I should say winter camp after a long summer coming back and just loving life and being with your homies and like it's such a community and such a good vibe of people here in Vail and I, you know i be honest with you one of the gondolas I rode a couple of years ago was with an 80 year old man that was here for opening day so it's like you know all different age groups and it's just exciting and everyone has the same stoke for life and for skiing and shredding for snowboarding so it's pretty awesome that is awesome make sure to stay with us we got a lot more coming up we'll be talking with senior communications manager Eric Dunn and Plus Gretchen, she'll be giving us more stories oh, that you wait. won't want to miss, so stick with us. Good morning, more than ever, kids need information to help them better understand their surroundings and to better protect themselves. Each week, this program works with the various law enforcement agencies across the country and the National Center for Missing and Exploited Children, spotlighting several missing cases, hoping someone, like you, might have information that will lead to finding these individuals. Eyepieces of Veil has been a fixture in the Veil community for over 30 years. From designer frames and sunglasses to high-performance sports frames, prescription goggles and in-demand accessories like helmets, goggle lenses, and foldable reading glasses, our inventory raises the optical bar. Visit one of our seven locations today and see why generations of loyal customers return time after time for our unmatched service and inventory. Eyepieces, the art of vision. 
Think Big features top kid inventors who face off against each other to see who can come up with the most innovative and creative invention. And Think Big kids acquire and showcase their skills in creativity, science, marketing, design, and don't forget, teamwork. Check your local listings and watch the world's most innovative kids. They create and invent new toys, games, websites, and new modes of transportation. Tune in to Think Big. Goodman, host of Democracy Now! Our independent news hour offers diverse perspectives and unique opinions often unheard in the mainstream media, live as the news unfolds. Tune in for Democracy Now!, the War and Peace Report, weekday mornings at 9 and evenings at 6 on TV8 Vale, Comcast Xfinity, Channel 92. There's more for you on Channel 92. You're watching K34QB, Vail, Colorado. Happy Friday. It's November 10th. It is Vail Mountain opening day. I'm so excited. I'm your host, Kimberly Perot. We've got Robbie and Gretchen out in the field interviewing the crowd, hyping it up, talking about all the exciting things that are happening at Vail Mountain opening day. But in the meantime, we've got some great things here in studio as well. Eagle Valley Library District will be joining us. I'll be having a conversation with world champion boxer about his latest memoir that hits, hits the shelves next week. And then on top of that, Bill Humbert, we have always love hearing all the career advice that he has for us. So hour two of Good Morning Vale starts right now. Now, welcome back. It's Kimberly here, TV8 Weather Center. Let's take a look at today's forecast. High of 48 is currently 23 degrees and sunshine, 10 miles per hour for winds today. So definitely a great day to be out on those slopes. Hourly conditions, it's going to be a good one. 23 degrees in the, in the morning hour and the noon, about 40 degrees as we head into the afternoons. 38 degrees, mostly sunny. It does get a little bit of cloud coverage as we get later into the day with a low of 29 at 8 o'clock, moving into that I-70 corridor, Denver. Gorgeous, gorgeous weather, 55 degrees, sunshine, Vail 44 degrees as well, Eagle 46, and then Avon, we're right in the middle here in the studio, 45 degrees for the high today, so gorgeous day. Sunshine is just out and showing us all of its wonderful things. Tonight is going to be a chilly one, low of 16 degrees, but that sunset will be at 4.56 p.m., but the winds are coming from the southeast up to 10 miles per hour, so a little bit breezy as we head into the weekend. 
Saturday and Sunday, sunshine all day long. 44 on Saturday with a low of 18. So make sure you are bundled up if you're out and about Saturday night. And then we've got springtime temperatures as we head into the rest of the weekend and next week. 56 degrees for the high on Sunday, low of 22. And then bust out those t-shirts if you're out on the slopes. 59 degrees on Monday for the high, low of 24. Just about the same Tuesday and Wednesday with a difference of cloud coverage. So definitely gorgeous weather throughout these first five and six days on the slopes. If you are definitely getting out there, wear a t-shirt, wear some sunglasses, drink your water and put on that sunscreen and then have some fun. We've got a lot more here on this second hour of Good Morning Vale. We'll be right back after this. Well, if you're just now joining us, it's opening day here at Vail Resort. I'm Robbie Whittle, and we've got a special guest with us, Eric Dunn. How are we doing today? We're doing great. We're so excited that it's opening day, and we're just we're ready to kick off the season. What are you looking forward to most about this opening day in particular, 2023? Yeah, I think I'm particularly looking forward to just getting back on snow. I think all summer long, you know, you do your summer activities and then eventually you feel that first crisp morning and you get really excited and you know it's ski season. So I'm just really excited to get back on snow and uh, welcome you all here to Vail Mountain. Gretchen and I were just walking away from the gondola and we were talking about the music a little bit. How do you think that that kind of amps up the line here? Absolutely. I think, I think it's important to have that, uh, that energy being brought by the DJ. And I think it's, it's super exciting when uh, you know, people build off each other with the stoke. And I think, I think that's, that's what gets people excited is when you see someone else excited, you get excited. So the DJ is really bringing the energy and I think, uh, I think it should be a good day. Okay, and opening day, you know, it comes with a lot of things, you know, strudel maybe in the in the lift line, and then you got some runs open too. Kind of give me the rundown of what's available up there off of Gondola 1. Absolutely. So you'll head up Gondola 1, and uh, we'll have our typical early season package. Um, you'll head up Chair 4, and we'll have over 55 acres of terrain for you to ski and ride. Perfectly groomed, nice surface for you. Um, but we'll have Swingsville and Ramshorn, um, and they're, they're great long trails. You can lap them all day long. So it's a, it's a great package we have for opening day. And also you can head over to Eagle's Nest if you're a beginner and um, hop on uh, the area up there. There's a beginner area if you're trying to get practice for those early season turns. Okay, is there anything new going on with the resort this year in particular? Absolutely. We're really excited about um, our mug club. So we actually have two new mug clubs that we're really, really stoked on. Um, the first one being up at Two Elk in the rear portion. We've actually transformed it into a Bavarian-themed beer garden. So whether you like your brats or your pretzels, um, but more specifically, we'll get, uh, you'll get a stein at the beginning of the year. And uh, that number will be uh, assigned to you for the whole year. And that will get you great deals all season long. So you can head up to Two Elk. You know, you want to take a midday break from the back poles, uh, hop in, grab beer. Uh, you'll get those awesome deals all year long. And then we'll also have one at Express Lift, which we're super excited about because that's an awesome location. Um, maybe you're skiing in the back poles. You come down to the front side and you have a long day of skiing and boom you're at G1 you hop into express lift you have your mug with your name on it uh, and it gets you great deals all season long so we're really stoked on those um, we think it's an awesome community building thing too you know people who also have mugs uh, in the in the locations it's it's a great way to meet people who also have those uh, also have those mug club deals okay and you know there's so many opening days happening around this time of year you know Breckenridge open today mm -hmm. You got Keystone that opened a little over a week ago, and then you got Winter Park that just opened up recently, too. Everyone has an opening day celebration. What do you think makes this celebration at Vail so special? 
Yeah, so we last year we celebrated our 60th anniversary season, and that was really cool. We had a bunch of awesome activations, and I think we're just looking to carry that momentum from last year into this year, bringing the fun back to Vail, bringing the excitement. Um, people love skiing and riding here, but we want to have those fun things going on around the mountain, and I think that's something that, that Vail really does a good job at. And, yeah, we're just super pumped to c continue the, uh, the momentum from last year and uh, keep, on, keep on having fun and keep on skiing and riding good snow. Okay, and kind of a personal question here. You and I are both kind of East Coast skiers, yeah. traditionally born and raised. Absolutely. How do you think the skiing out here differs you know, from Vail? When I first moved out here, it was uh, it was kind of an eye-opening experience to ski that different type of snow. You know, the the ice coast is uh, <laughs> is a thing of the past for me. I don't know if I'll ever go back and ski over there. Well, you never know, but never say never. But it's it's a really cool experience coming out here. Nap Harvest, your local marketplace for fresh, locally produced products. Our indoor farmer's market is open seven days a week, featuring locally grown organic produce, prepared meals, honey from our nap nectar hive, furniture, cutting boards, and much more. We source and sell locally grown and produced products from the Vale and Roaring Fork Valleys. Visit us at our new location in Eagle Ranch, 717 Sylvan Lake Road, next door to Color Coffee Roasters. Do you have an interesting hobby or skill you'd like to share for Vail Valley? We want to hear from you. We're looking for people to share their musical, artistic, culinary, woodworking, athletic, or technical talents on Good Morning Vail. If you'd like to share your talents with the community, email danielle at tvavail.com. Join the community conversation. There's more for you on 92. Did you know that all Eagle County residents and visitors can get a free Eagle Valley Library District card? All you need is a photo ID. You get our online databases and resources, free music, free streaming, all from wherever you have internet access. Free audiobooks and e-audiobooks straight to your phone. Go into your Eagle Valley Library District branch today and get your library card. Welcome to Street Magic. I'm Elizabeth Stanton with some of the most terrifying stunts, extraordinary extreme escapes, and the most amazing cutting edge magicians you'll ever see in one show. Get ready to have your mind turned inside out. The hand is definitely quicker than the eye. It's fake. <laughs> When you're in Vail, you're in vacation mode, and you need a flexible home tour experience that fits into your schedule. We've transformed how you view and buy homes in the Vail Valley. With immersive, cutting-edge technology, you can explore properties 10 times faster. In our lounge, we guide you through this digital world on a 16-foot screen where you can imagine your next home in comparison to your favorite recreational spots. Say goodbye to multi-day home tours and hello to a quick stop between your other plans. That's the power of the immersion theater. Good morning, Vail. 
Well, thanks for coming back to us. We're with Eric Dunn. We were just talking about the Ice Coast, where we're both from and skied growing up. Well, you know, they got a lot of snowmaking out there, though. Those Ice Coast ski resorts, they rely on snowmaking. What kind of snowmaking do y'all do here at Vail? Yeah, so uh, a couple years ago, we actually did a big investment in snowmaking, and we switched kind of our main snowmaking operation from the top of Lion's Head over to uh, Midvale. And that was strategically done so we could have these early season openings. So each year, we've kind of been opening earlier and earlier, and that's because of our snowmaking system. It's a uh, state-of-the-art technology, and it really puts down a good surface. It actually shuts off when snowmaking temperatures and conditions aren't ideal. So it gives us a really really good head start on the season, uh, laying that base down so when the actual natural snow falls that it, it can stick around and we can ski those awesome runs with some nice soft groomers underneath. Okay, and how's that going to help you later on, opening up, you know, the whole mountain, the back bowls, etc.? Absolutely, yeah. We're, right now, we're, we're pretty much snowmaking on the entire mountain. As you can see, it's pretty cold out. Uh, I think it's about 16 degrees this morning, so the, the snow guns are fired up in full throttle. We're really, uh, really trying to lay that base down all around the mountain so we can get that top to bottom that we we love and you know that's that's kind of the skiing that we we love we don't like downloading so yeah we're, we're ready to uh, get top to bottom and village to village connection so our team's working really hard to uh, blow snow all around the mountain and uh, make make uh, terrain open as quick as possible okay and you've been up there already this morning haven't you or in a couple days ago up there yesterday it's looking really good up there um it is full-on winter up there for sure. Uh, it's it's really snowy. The trees are covered in snow. Um, yeah, it's it's not it's it's those nice groomers, but like even off the groomers, there's snow. So it, it's winter up there for sure, which is exciting, and it, it makes you feel makes you feel good when you're going up the gondola, and uh, yeah, you come into those that winter wonderland up there, and yeah, we're really excited to get on skis and have a great day. Any insight? Have you talked to anybody who skied at all up there? Any employees or anything on what that uh, those conditions feel like on the skis? Yeah, luckily I I was lucky enough to get a get a quick lap in yesterday to test the product. You know, you got you got to test the product as one does. But um, yeah, the conditions are really good. The groomers are soft and uh, edgeable. And uh, yeah, from top to top to bottom up there, it's really really soft, fun turns. So yeah, it should be a great day. And we're pretty close to, you know, opening day firing up. People start jumping in that gondola. What are you expecting to see from those lines, the crowd, the vibe, et cetera? Yeah, I think the excitement's just building. Uh, you know, when you get here, there's a handful of people in line who have been out since yesterday. Uh, kudos to them. Couldn't be me, but, you know, um, I think that's great. And, uh, yeah, I think the line's building, the excitement's building. And, uh, yeah, I think I think as the day goes on, people get more and more excited. And finally, you know, the banner breaks and it's it's ski season. And that's, that's what we're here for, that's what we live for, and that's what we're super excited about. Okay, and that banner-breaking ceremony, kind of talk us through some of the details, the schedule that's going on there. Yeah, so around 9 a.m. we will load our first guests on the gondola. And then the first group of people on the gondola will get up to the top and there's a banner awaiting for them which is the usual ceremonial kickoff to the season uh yeah they'll run through it cheer exciting and then they'll pop on their skis and scoot right down to uh chair four head up and get some laps in all right eric thanks so much for joining us this morning more to come stick around with us Well, Robbie, thank you so much for that. Now, I'm excited because I have got um, quite the impressive individual joining me here today. We've got five-time undefeated world champion Andre Ward in boxing joining us to talk all about his new memoir. Andre, how are you? I'm great. I'm happy to be on with you guys. So you've got a 
gorgeous new book, you know, with a, complete with this great portrait of you. Now, you've walked away from boxing and this, your, your memoir talks all about that. So tell me, tell me a little bit about you and your story and, you know, we'll just kind of dive into it. Yeah, the, the goal for this book was for it to always be for everyone. Um, you know, when you're pitching a book like this, the thing that a lot of people hang on to is that it's a boxing book, a boxing book, a boxing book. And I was like, no, it's not a boxing book. It's not a sports book. It's really a human interest story that has a lot in there. I'm dealing with, you know, identity issues, being biracial and having to overcome that and finding my place there. You know, um, overcoming addiction uh, in my family and then personally, alcoholism. And then talking about just my origin and my love for this sport called boxing and my rise and, and the ups and downs that come with that, you know, being a teenage parent um, with my wife, Tiffany, like it's a lot of things in there that, that whether you are just a regular person or an athlete or somebody in between, like you can pull something from this book and, you know, I put my heart and soul into it. And I know this book is for somebody out there. Well, I'm, just listening to you talk, it's it's incredible. So, you know, what made you decide you wanted to walk away from boxing? What was it about about the sport? You you know, according to the book, you didn't look back. So, talk to me all about that. Well, you know, this is it was a long time coming. You know, as a young man in the sport, you know, I've always sort of been, uh, you know beyond my years, so to speak. So when I was young, I didn't just watch the boxing part. I would always kind of study the fighters and be like, well, man, they came from nothing. And then like they had this arc and then they got everything and then they like crashed and burned. And I would ask my my godfather and coach Burgess, like, why, why did this happen? And he was like, well, baby, it's just always been this way. You know, sometimes guys aren't taught or, you know, their identities wrapped up in this and they just can't walk away. And I just knew that like, I don't want that to be me. And even before I knew what it meant, truly meant I knew I wanted to walk away on top. And I would study guys like my pastor, Napoleon Kaufman, who left professional football after six years abruptly. George Foreman, who had a couple of retirements, but he left early and then took a 10-year hiatus. Jim Brown, you know, Barry Sanders. I studied those guys. And I was like, I want to do that. Um, it was a lot harder than I expected when it was time to do it. But I just didn't want to be a fighter that was getting pushed out of the sport and just be physically broke up and beat up. My family deserved the best of me. I gave it my all for as long as I could, but you got to know when it's time. Oh, I, I love that. Now, in regard to what you've overcome personally, and obviously you talk about this in the memoir here, you know, do you see being part of the professional boxing arena, do you see a lot of guys who are struggling with addiction or, you know, the pressures and, you know, making sure that they're always winners? And like, how did you personally deal with that? You do see that. Um, and especially with the alcohol, because it's normalized, you know, and it's a suppressor, but it's only a suppressor of pressure or, or responsibilities for a period of time. And then you wake up and you got it. You got to deal with that stuff. Fortunately for me, fortunately and unfortunately, I had to struggle with, you know, alcoholism and experiment with drugs. But I did it sort of before my professional career kicked off. I don't know what would have happened. It wouldn't have been good, though. If I was still struggling with those things while trying to pursue a professional boxing career, my last drink was, you know, November 2004. That was right after my gold medal and right before my professional career kicked off in December of 2004. So I'm personally just grateful that, 
you know, God was able to take the taste of those things and the desires for those things away from me before that career kicked off. But I also have empathy for guys that I see struggling with that because, you know, I have a saying that 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 says by, uh, winning covers a multitude of sins. When you're in the winner's circle, people aren't going to really bother you about your vices or your issues. It's only when you start losing and you're not that same person that people have something to say about it. I try to talk to guys even while they're in the winner's circle and let them know, man, there is a better way. That is so true. You know, winning covers a multitude of sins. You know, you've got people that are doing things and they're doing it well. And nobody wants to say anything and rock the boat, per se. So talk to me a little bit now. You stepped away from boxing. What are you doing? How are you impacting lives? Let's talk all about that. Well, I'm a I'm a youth pastor now. Um, I had been in ministry uh, even before my career was over. But, you know, I'm a minister now along with my wife and we are youth pastors. So serving, going around the country, you know, spreading the word of God, I believe is my true calling. Um, I feel like I'll always be in, you know, sort of the business sector, the business space. I love business. Um, so I don't think that's anything that will ever go away. And just really just enjoying life and enjoying my family. You know, I retired in 2017. And I really haven't stopped moving. You know, I shot the Creed movie. You know, I worked for HBO before they went out of business compensating, then ESPN for many years and then did a documentary and now a book. I'm trying to take the rest of the year to just kind of exhale, even though I got to promote this book and push this book like we're doing now and get the word out. Um, but just trying to exhale a little bit and then get things, you know, revved up again for next year. But I'm always going to be active. It's important for a professional athlete to take that that drive and that that sort of that focus that they've always had and just redirect it from the sport to something else. And these are some of the things that I'm involved in right now. Well, I, I love the book, you know, Killing the Image. And then on the back of it, What If I Die? That's definitely catchy and draws the audience in. Now, tell us <laughs> where we can find your book. It releases on November 14th. So tell me all of the details. Well, if you're on that, if you're on social media, you can go to my uh, social media page, Andre SOG War. Click the link in bio to take you right to the landing page, explain everything you need to know about the book and give you an opportunity to pre-order. But the book officially drops November 14th. And the book is really available anywhere where books are sold. Amazon, um, just anywhere you can find this book. It's not hard to find. Killing the Image. This is not a sports book. This is not a boxing book. This is a, a book about life. And the goal for this book is not just to inspire, but to hopefully people take the inspiration and get up and go do something and overcome something. Because if I can do it, you can do it as well. Andre, we appreciate you. And you can also get this on audiobook. Are you the guy narrating it? <laughs> I am. I did it. I did it. It's me. That, that, yes. And that's an accomplishment in itself as well. So I'm excited. I'm definitely going to be downloading the book. And just to hear you tell your story um, directly is going to be awesome. So thank you for all that you're doing. You know, best of luck to you in this release and, and all of the multitude of things that you're also doing outside of the book. We, uh, we appreciate you sharing your story. Thanks for chatting with us this morning. Thank you so much. Appreciate my time with you. Absolutely. Now, stay tuned. We've got a bit more. It is opening day here on Good Morning Vale. We'll be right back after this. Good Morning Vale. Nap Harvest, your local marketplace for fresh, locally produced products. Our indoor farmer's market is open seven days a week, featuring locally grown organic produce, prepared meals, honey from our nap nectar hive, furniture, cutting boards, and much more. We source and sell locally grown and produced products from the Vale and Roaring Fork Valleys. Visit us at our new location in Eagle Ranch. 
717 Sylvan Lake Road, next door to Color Coffee Roasters. Familia, estamos muy emocionados de por fin presentarles nuestro nuevo programa completamente en español, Conexión Latina, que se estrena este lunes 21 de agosto a partir de las 7 de la tarde. Por el momento, el programa se transmitirá los lunes, miércoles y viernes de 7 a 7 y media de la tarde, con una repetición de 7 y media a 8. Así que no hay excusas para perdértelo. Te recuerdo que puedes sintonizar nuestra programación a través del canal 92 de Comcast, nuestra página web tvadel.com y nuestra página de Facebook TVA Conexión Latina. Acompáñanos en esta nueva aventura llena de información y entretenimiento local. No te lo pierdas. Andrea Jackson. Welcome to Life Love Shopping. Do you have any personal stories you can share? Do I? Yes, <laughs> I do. So even though you were... Some good deals, too good to miss on Flash Deals. Now check this out. Studies show spending time outdoors can help with depression, lowering blood pressure, and overall health and happiness. When you're in Vail, you're in vacation mode, and you need a flexible home tour experience that fits into your schedule. We've transformed how you view and buy homes in the Vail Valley. With immersive, cutting-edge technology, you can explore properties 10 times faster. In our lounge, we guide you through this digital world on a 16-foot screen where you can imagine your next home in comparison to your favorite recreational spots. Say goodbye to multi-day home tours and hello to a quick stop between your other plans. That's the power of the immersion theater. You know, and it is an interesting time out there in regard to finding the right job and the job that's right for you. We have a conversation pretty standard all the time with Bill Humbert, who is an expert in the recruiting space and gives some great tips and tricks on the job search. Let's have a look. Welcome back to the show. As the seasons are changing, a lot of us can be looking for a change in our careers or in our lives. And joining us now is recruiter guy Bill Humbert. Welcome to the show, Bill. Hey, Ben. Thanks so much. It's good to be here. It's good to have you. And you've always got such great advice for people looking for a change in their career or people who are looking to bring in some new life into their business. So tell us a little bit about what makes the fall and this time of year such a great time to begin a career search or to look for something new. Well, you know, Ben, I've found over the years that November and December are the best months to get out there and start doing your career search. And how do I know that? When I coach professionals in their career searches, I suggest that they double down on their networking now. And the reasons are many. 
So tell me a little about some of those reasons. Like, why is now a good time to double down on your networking and to really reach out? I mean, I know holiday parties and stuff are definitely part of the deal this year. Is that the reason? Well, that's one of the many reasons, Ben. Uh, first of all, most by now the budgets are done. And so most managers know what positions they can fill in January. And it's always good to ask the managers that question. So what positions, as you're talking to them, what positions can you open in January? And if you're a fit for one of those positions, how just say, hey, how about interviewing me now? And if it seems like a match, you can extend an offer now with a start in early January. And that way you're done recruiting. Awesome. And some managers will go, <laughs> brilliant. So with those budgets finished, that gives a lot of those businesses a lot of time to kind of see what they have room for and where their growth positions are. And now it would be kind of a great time to kind of sneak in there a little bit early, right? Exactly. And, and so by doing it now, all your, most of your competitions, the, the ones that aren't listening to me, they are sleeping. They're going, well, I'll start my, my job search after the holidays. So if you can sneak in now and get a great interview and find a position you really like and get the offer and accept the offer, you can relax over the holidays because you've got it nailed down. Well, and as we do approach the holidays, it definitely is kind of a lull in the business world. And I can definitely see a lot of people who are thinking about changing positions, looking for something new, kind of envisioning that change of the year, that start of the year, a New Year's resolution even, to begin that process. Because it can be something that can be challenging and really kind of something that a lot of people can build up hesitation towards, making a big life change like that. Are there any actions that you would advise to kind of help you get that job search started off on the right foot? Well, here's something that's important to remember. Only 8% of all jobs are posting and hoping the right person is looking at your resume. And guess what? I'm a recruiter. They're not. What's happening is the applicant tracking systems are going through and doing keyword matches. They call it artificial intelligence. I call it artificial, artificial intelligence. And what they're doing is they're screening you out. So the best way to get in there is to start networking. And this is the best time because everybody's feeling warm and fuzzy. And so now they'll answer your calls. If you're in their um, contacts list, chances are they're going to pick up the phone and have a conversation with you. So as we're starting to build that networking, as opposed to really going out and looking for the jobs online, as I know I've told you before, I have never once been successful looking for a job online. It's for me, it's always been my personal network and my friends and family and friends of friends or friends of family that have been able to help me find that job that I've been looking for and get that leg up in my career. So how do you recommend beginning that networking process during the holidays? Would holiday cards be a great way to start? I'm, I'm a person who likes to be more active. Um, we have, there's this device that's really cool. You can get the weather on it. You can get traffic on it. 
And you can even make phone calls with it. It's amazing. And making that direct connection, that phone call is going to be much more effective for everybody, including you, if you talk to people. Because humans like to talk to other humans. And I personally have never had a bad experience of reaching out to somebody over the phone. I mean, even if it's just a... You know, unfortunately, we're not hiring right now. And at least gets that conversation started. And they hear your voice, you hear theirs, and that introduction is at least made. Exactly. That's, you know, 74 to 76% of all the positions are filled through networking. And that's a metric that was created over the last 45 years by the career transition industry. And that's the industry that helps people who, groups of people who were laid off from a position find their next job. So 74 to 76% of all jobs are filled through networking. That's the way I'd go. So I know for some people, it can definitely be a bit of a challenge making that first contact and reaching out that first time, whether they don't know anybody at the company and they're just interested in beginning that networking process and trying to open a couple of those doors. How do you recommend starting that process? Do you look for a phone number for the company to call or do you start like pursuing LinkedIn and trying to figure out who in that company is the person you want to talk to? Well, obviously, we have a tool today that we didn't have in 1981 when I started recruiting. In 1981, I had to call 44 people and have conversations with 44 people every single day when I began my recruiting business or my recruiting work. And sometimes I had phone numbers I could go after people. Other times I just looked the phone numbers up and there was no Internet to get them. (laughs) And so today there's an internet. It's amazing. And and so use that and use LinkedIn. Just if you search on the name of the company, click on that and then go down. Many times it'll show you a list of employees that work there. If you link with one or two of those employees, many times they're linked with other employees. And then that's how you can mine that area. Just Look, people. most people miss that one column um, that says people also viewed, and many times they're members of the company. And so you link with them, and then you now you've got contact information and a name of a person who may be managing that area. Give them a call. What if you're starting out just from the company's website, and it's an I've noticed anyway that a lot of websites can be fairly opaque with the contact information. It either tries to reroute you to a chat service or if there is a phone number, it's an automated phone system that ends up taking you in circles. Do you have any advice for how to kind of get past that automated customer service side of the business and try and get to a real person who's actually making decisions? Well, today I would use AI. You know, get on AI on ChatGPT and put the what is the contact phone number for ABC company, and you you'll probably get that customer service one. Or if they don't have one, 
And by the way, I refuse to work with tech, technology companies that don't have a phone number. I mean, there's obviously some out there that I much don't have any choice, and that's LinkedIn. But uh, I, but I won't work with companies that don't give me an opportunity to talk to people. Uh, but AI will give you a phone number, and you can just do a Google search or a Bing search and be able to get a contact phone number. What are some other ways that you would recommend somebody starting out that job search and trying to begin their networking? How else could they take advantage of some of these AI tools to kind of help bolster their experience? Well, for most people, Ben, the best thing to do is go to your own contacts, tell them what it is you're looking for, tell them a little bit about your recent experience, especially any big accomplishments that you've had, why it is you want to leave now. It could be, I'm topped out. I just need to find another company where I can grow. And then end with, what I would like to do next is, and then ask, who do you feel I should speak with next? And you could say, who do you feel that I should speak with next at Vail, for instance? And and a lot of times they know people at, at Vail or any other company, and they'll say, well, you know, I have a friend, a golfing buddy that you need to talk to, or I have uh, a trainer that I know over there, and, and that gets you in that door. And just beginning that process of that six degrees of separation and trying to leapfrog your way from one relationship to the next until you get to that right person. Exactly. Exactly. And that's how it works. And it works great that way. I've been, I've been networking since 1981. Well, and actually, everybody else has been networking since they were a child. They tell me, I've never networked before. And I said, when you were three years old and somebody walked past you with an ice cream cone, what'd you say? Where'd you get that? <laughs> That's not working. Well, awesome, Bill. Is there anything else you want to tell us before we let you go? Uh, just one real quick thing. Expect success. The science of the over 50 career search is doing really well. And it's the ultimate job search guide because I'm a recruiter. I know what's going on behind the curtains. So you can get that on literally anywhere. Amazon's a good start. So, you know, this is an opportunity to accelerate your job search. Bill Humbert, author of Expect Success, the Over 50 Career Search Recruiter Guy. Bill Humbert, thank you so much for joining us. Thanks, Ben. It was great to be here. Have a great Thanksgiving. You too. And we'll be right back after a short break. Revival Boutique Med Spa, we take an integrative and holistic approach to skincare, focusing on the bigger picture when treating our clients. We use only result-driven and science-based products that contain clean, organic, wild-crafted, and research-based ingredients. From injectables, facials, to body contouring, we offer anything related to looking your best self. 
Find us in the Riverwalk in Edwards. For a complete list of services, visit us online at RevivalVale.com. Follow us on Instagram at RevivalValeValley. Fall in love with your skin again. There's lots to love at Revival. Mind. Body. Beauty. Hi there. Are you ready to explore famous neighborhoods from New York City to Kentucky? Watch The Neighborhood with host Nicole Newman. Featuring famous people, unique history, and delicious places to eat and drink. Our viewers get an inside personal look at each neighborhood. With each episode we learn, grow, laugh, and live like a local, not just a visitor. Welcome to The Neighborhood. Check your local program schedule and tune in. Welcome back. It's Kimberly with the TV8 Weather Center. Let's take a look at today's opening day temperatures. High of 44 degrees. Definitely a little bit chillier this morning with 23 degrees. Winds up to 10 miles per hour south by southwest. Let's take a look as we head into that hourly forecast. 40 degrees at noon. So gorgeous temps starting to warm up out there as we get ready for that banner cross and drop 38 degrees at four o'clock mostly sunny with a little bit of clouds rolling in low of 29 and partially cloudy at eight o'clock as we head into the i-70 corridor eagle 46 and sunshine avon 45 vale 44 so it gets a little bit cooler each way as you head towards denver but then denver's got 55 degrees for the high today and sunshine all across the board, we are known for the gorgeous sun here in the valley. Partially cloudy tonight, sunset at 4.56 p.m. Winds southeast at 5 to 10 miles per hour and a low of 16 degrees. So while it may be gorgeous springtime temps, it gets chilly later tonight. Moving into the weekend, sunny and 44 degrees on Saturday. And then it jumps up about 10 degrees on Sunday, 56 degrees, 22 for the low, and then 59 Monday, 24 for the low, moving into Tuesday and Wednesday, mostly sunny with a, a slight cloud coverage there, 58 for the high on Tuesday, 24 for the low, 
Wednesday, 59 degrees for the high and 27 for the low. We are just so excited about what's happening out there. Allenvale Mountain, Gretchen and Robbie are holding it down, talking to all of the, all of the people out there getting ready to shred. So let's take a look. Well, Kim, the weather's a little bit different up here at Vale than it is over in Avon. If you're just now joining us, it's opening day here at Vale, and the excitement is on. And that countdown is on, too. The gondola is spinning, and we're moments away from the banner-cutting ceremony. I am so excited. You would think this, this is my first opening day. I feel like, what, 15? This might be 16? I am so amped. I have my poles here. My skis are to the left. I'm ready to go. Let's do this. And I'm so stoked to see everyone coming through. How are you feeling today? Right I'm now? excited, <laughs> man. The stoke level is running high. You know, this is my first time I at Vail. This will be my first day, opening Ron. day. Yeah. <laughs> Let alone my first, you know, banner cutting ceremony. So there's a lot to look forward to. You're saying that this is a special day. Why is that? It's so special just because I feel like all of us love the mountains, obviously. We live here for that. And it's like coming back. I've said this time and time again. After, we'll say summer camp, winter camp, it, you know, coming back and being together in just the Stoke level. All of us feel like a band of brothers, a band of sisters. And we just love this. It's family. It's a vibe. It's a culture here in Vail. And so I'm so excited. I feel a little emotional. This is my happy space, and I cannot wait. I'm so stoked. And Gretchen, you got your poles out right, right here. So what's the plan as soon as that banner gets cut? Um, as soon as the banner gets cut, I am going to jump on my pink skis I've already been on, and I am going. I'm heading out. I'm ready. Awesome. <laughs> I'm ready to do this, Robbie. I came prepared. You know, it's your first time. You'll get next year. You'll be, you'll be there. You'll be ready to go. Oh, for sure. I will be there. <laughs> That gondola is spinning right now behind us. So I'd say oh, T minus 10 minutes before the first people get to the top of gondola one here. So stick with us, more to come. A lot of happy faces and people are, the stoke level is really high. I'm stoked about this. <laughs> so stick with us. Lionshead Jewelers Fossil and Mineral Gallery. Located in the heart of Lionshead Village for over a decade, our 4,000 square foot gallery boasts a one-of-a-kind experience that cannot be found anywhere else in Vail. We carry the most exquisite array of fine jewelry, high-end minerals, and museum-quality fossils. We invite you to come in and explore all the history and beauty that nature has to offer. and exploring the everyday lives of community members here in the Vale Valley. 
Hear their inspiring stories of how they came here, their contributions to our community, and why they chose to call this place home. We want you to be one of our neighbors. If you would like to be featured or nominate someone to be featured, please send an email to danielle at tv8mail.com. We look forward to featuring your story right here on TV8. Summertime is here and we all love laying out in the sun and reading a good book and just absorbing some new knowledge. And we've got one of the experts in the space, Carrie May from the Eagle Valley Library District. Thank you so much for meeting me. Yeah, thank you for being here today. I'm super excited to talk books. All librarians are typically excited to talk <laughs> books. Um, today, I really wanted to feature uh, some of our nonfiction content. Uh, typically, people think that's maybe not as exciting as all the new fiction we have coming in. But I just want to reassure you that we also have some really fun nonfiction coming in as well. And you've brought a lineup of books behind us. This one immediately caught my yes. eye. Yeah. So uh, this is the big book of tarot meanings. Uh, tarot is really hot right now. So if you uh, just happen to pick up a tarot deck and want a little more insight into what your reading may mean, uh, this is a great book to check out. And between that and then the cookbooks that you guys always have cycling yes. in, which this is something that I really need to dive into, my <laughs> cooking skills are terrible. So you can start with the beginner ones and just work your way up from there. Absolutely. And um, what's really great, too, is if uh, we have some really specific ones. So if you're, you know, kind of craving something specific, uh, this is a new one that recently caught my eye, uh, That Noodle Life. And um, I've already perused it, and it has uh, basically any type of noodle you can think of. We have Asian noodles, Italian noodles, and uh, believe it or not, it even has taco noodles. Whoa. All right. So I just signed up for my library card. I know what I'm doing later, looking into some taco noodles. And then beyond that, you've got some crafting books and some great books with just beautiful pictures that really bring what's in the ocean to life on yeah. a page. Yeah. So we always have a phenomenal collection of photo books. Again, this is an, a new one. Um, it really ties into our summer reading theme too, Oceans of Possibility. But it just has the most incredible, beautiful um underwater pictures and uh whatever photo team worked on this just did a phenomenal job they're beautiful and I don't know how they got those pictures underwater <laughs> I never know how they do that so if people are interested in looking at the nonfiction mm -hmm. section and maybe chatting with you as the expert in this space mm -hmm. where can they do so so any of your Eagle Valley Library branches have a great nonfiction collection we have branches in Avon Eagle and Gypsum and just walk in and ask your local librarian Carrie May, thank you so much for giving us all this great information and taking the time to chat us through some of these new books that you have. You're welcome. Thanks for being here today. I hope to see you guys in the library this summer. Make sure you come check out any of the Eagle Valley Library District libraries, only because they've got the best staff and, quite frankly, the best selection of books, and you want to start your summer reading. We're going to take a short break and you come back. You've got it. <laughs> 
Awesome. This All is right. Well, the countdown to opening day is over. As you can yes. see, everyone is racing down the mountain to get those first tracks. Uh, Gretchen has begun. I'm stoked. I'm about to jump on my skis. I'm ready to go. Gretchen's about yes. to send it down the mountain, yes. too. So look out. Say, happy opening day. This has been awesome. Thank you. I'm excited. I know you're excited. excited. What was this moment like for you? Run it back oh. a little. Walk through that emotion. I just, my heart is pounding. I'm so stoked because it's such a beautiful moment of all of this. Our community is the best and everyone's celebrating. We're all happy in this world where sometimes there's not the best things going on, especially right now. It's love, it's light, it's happiness. Happy 2023 opening day, everyone. I'm stoked. I'm so excited. Well, let's check the vibe a little bit yeah. here. How are we feeling, guys? Opening day! All right, Gretchen, kind of walk us through your plan for opening day. All right, so I love doing this. Good morning, Vale. I feel so honored to be here. After we chit-chat for a couple of minutes, I'm going to jump on. My skis are right to the right, and I am going. I think I'm going to take a couple of runs. I say that now, probably a couple hours, and just hang out and be a... I love it. All my friends are up here. I'm ready to go. I'm awesome. ready to just feel the good vibes, man. I'm excited. Anything you want to add, Gretchen? You know what? I'm just happy to be part of this community. I had a blast with you, and happy first opening day 2023 to you, and thank you guys for watching. We've had such a fun show. Well, Gretchen, yeah. it's a pleasure working with you, okay. too. I've had so much fun with you today. This has been the most enjoyable opening day for me. I love that. Working with you is the best. We'll send it back to y'all in the studio. It's been a blast out here. Happy opening day. Happy opening day, everyone. Nap Harvest, your local marketplace for fresh, locally produced products. Our indoor farmer's market is open seven days a week, featuring locally grown organic produce, prepared meals, honey from our nap nectar hive, furniture, cutting boards, and much more. We source and sell locally grown and produced products from the Vale and Roaring Fork Valleys. Visit us at our new location in Eagle Ranch, 717 Sylvan Lake Road, next door to Color Coffee Roasters. Familia, estamos muy emocionados de por fin presentarles nuestro nuevo programa completamente en español, Conexión Latina, que se estrena este lunes 21 de agosto a partir de las 7 de la tarde. Por el momento, el programa se transmitirá los lunes, miércoles y viernes de 7 a 7 y media de la tarde, con una repetición de 7 y media a 8. Así que no hay excusas para perdértelo. Te recuerdo que puedes sintonizar nuestra programación a través del canal 92 de Comcast nuestra página web cba.com y nuestra página de Facebook CBA Conexión Latina. Acompáñanos en esta nueva aventura llena de información y entretenimiento local. No te lo pierdas. Welcome to Life Love Shopping. Have any personal stories you can share? Do I? <laughs> yes, I so, do. so even though you work for some good deals, too good to miss on flash deals. Now check this out. Studies show spending time outdoors can help with depression, lowering blood pressure, and overall health and happiness. We are feeling good 
today. Great show on the Show. I'm Susie. I'm Scott. And we are really good today. You know why? Because yeah. we had a great The banner has dropped. People are out there shredding the slope. So let's take a look at the weather so you can get out there as well. As you can see, high of 44 degrees, 23 degrees this morning. So it was definitely chilly one as the, that banner was cut. Sunshine all day long, moving into the hourly forecast. 40 degrees for the high, 38 and mostly sunny as we get into the lower afternoon temperatures. So definitely gonna be a gorgeous one out there right before the mountain closes. And then 29 degrees this evening, eight o'clock, partially cloudy. Those clouds are rolling in, heading into that I-70 corridor. Eagle 46 for the high, dropping a temperature by a degree in Avon, 45. Vail just about the same, 44 for the high. And then Denver seeing some gorgeous temps at 55 degrees for the high there. Moving into tonight, Gonna be a chilly one, low of 16 degrees, partially cloudy, sunset at 4.56 p.m. Winds coming southeast, five to 10 miles per hour. So gonna be a chilly one, put on the sweater, bundle up, enjoy a nice cup of cocoa, maybe add a little Jameson into it. Heading into the weekend, Saturday, sunny and 44 degrees for the high, low of 18. Sunday, it gets 10 degrees warmer, just about. 12 degrees actually, high of 56 degrees, low of 22. And then Monday, 59 spring skiing temps, low of 24. And then Tuesday and Wednesday, those clouds roll in a bit, 58 degrees, 24 for the low Tuesday night. Wednesday, 59 degrees and 27 for the low. What an exciting show it's been. It's opening day. It is the 248th birthday of the Marines. So happy birthday, Marines. Heading back to the top of the mountain with Robbie and Gretchen. Let's have a look. Well, if you're just now joining us, the countdown to opening day at Vail Resort has passed, but you didn't miss all the action. <laughs> As you look around, you know, you can see people coming off a of gondola one. They're all excited. Our own Gretchen, please shop. How's your skis on? And she's ready. ready to go. I am so ready to go. I What a great day. Thank you guys so much. I had a blast. So much fun. We have someone skiing right in front of us. That's what it's all about. Everyone's loving today. Everyone's feeling great. And, you know, the love and the stoke is high. And that's what Vail is all about. So. Oh, yeah. My first opening day, stoke tank is it, running Abby. on full. I'm so excited to slap the snowboard on. Yes. Race down the mountain. Happy opening day everyone really the season has begun and i am here for it i think this year 2023 2024 is going to be a blast i can feel it it's going to be a good one awesome well thanks for joining us today on good morning Vale. we're hoping that your opening day is just as special as ours we'll see you next time bye guys things 